Welcome back to Two Peacocks. I want to say, I am always delighted when people reach out to me and they share with me their experiences, their interpretations of my experiences, my truths that I share with all of you through this means and highlight their their process, their understandings of what they've come to recognize their truth through or their truth as. And specifically, I had a friend reach out. She listened to the podcast after meeting her down in Mexico months prior. And I mentioned about a 909 number as one of the numbers in one of the previous podcasts. And using these numbers as interpretations to guide and network and navigate through this dimension and reality. As the exterior is a reflection of the interior, sometimes we get so wrapped up in the exterior, these numbers for me are roadmaps or synchronicities, or they are there to help you stay on path or remember what your path is. And one number that specifically came up that I believe is important for me to highlight is 909. And she shared this with me and what it meant for her and her traveling and considering moving and getting confirmations and seeing it all the time. And what, what, how is this factoring into what it is that she's choosing to do? And she goes into meditation. And she's discovering uh, new and amazing insights, visions, and guidance. Right? And this, this is very interesting. I, I believe... There are many of you out there that are leaders, that are healers, that are teachers. You could have a group of five people. You could know nobody. You could have no social group. You could have a massive influential group. And I believe there is a call for notion for all light workers, all shadow workers, all healers, all influencers of love, happiness, joy, and inspiration to step up to the plate right now at this time. We just went through the new moon partial eclipse in the north node of the planet in Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars was in the sign of Aquarius. Sextile with Mars. Conjunction with Uranus. The electricity, energy. There is a powerful push for all individuals out there that have the ability to speak that have the ability to form conscious thoughts, to speak of their revelizations. Revelizations. <laughs> Is that even a word? To speak of everything that they're going through, right? And to share that because you never know who's going to be listening. You never know how it's going to impact somebody's life for the better. You never know how it's going to transform their perspective, If they start seeing it all the time, then what does it mean for them? Maybe they make a new choice based on something that you're sharing of a realization that you had. So I feel like it's an important call for all of you listening to this to pay attention to these numbers. Even if it's just you calling your mom or dad, your brother, your sister, your best friends, your cousins, your grandmothers, whoever, right? It doesn't need to be a big network of people. But that energy will radiate. And as you start speaking about it, as you start sharing what these numbers mean to you, others who are seeking help, that are seeking 
wisdom or guidance, they will naturally gravitate towards you. And they might not ask you specifically about wanting to know what numbers mean and how to follow them when you're driving down the road or wanting to travel. Most will think you're fucking crazy. And that's the simple, plain truth of the fact. But it doesn't matter because they are still tapping into a different energy. All that you're starting to recognize is that the universe is speaking to you in numbers or in signs or in symbols or whatever it is. And it's happening with everybody right now. It's very humbling to hear this perspective from my friend. The 909 for her was a confirmation for her to consider move and travel and leave where she is and expand her vision and her passion and her understanding of life to have that bit of change, to have that little bit of inspiration and whatever, right? All in that spectrum of evolution. That's always what it is. It's always in the spectrum of change. There's no stagnation in life with two exceptions. You're either leaving the physical form and going back into spiritual form or you found stillness and you see the illusion. You see Maya for what it really is. You see the truth, the frequencies, the colors, the vibrations of all things on life. You see the interconnected web of oneness that we really all are. The illusion of being separate from all things, all places, all beings is dissolved into a unified understanding that we are all one being, experiencing each other on multiple different levels of evolution, right? Those are the only two occurrences in my reality that there would ever be stagnation. The 909 number for me specifically means to uplift those around me, to share my thoughts, to share my intuition, to share my passions, to share my realizations, to spread it in such a way that will help inspire or lead people to think differently about their life. And my friend reaching out to me confirmed this to me. Sometimes I think I'm fucking crazy sharing these thoughts. And yet again, I got another confirmation. I just returned from my trip two weeks ago. And I was wondering, what am I doing before the weekend, before the the eclipse, partial eclipse, new moon energy in the north node, which is a very powerful sign to pay attention to on your birth chart. Your north node is where you're going to. It's your destiny. It's what you came here to do. It's what all of you are wanting to really fulfill on a soul level, right? This 909 energy is immensely powerful. I got this message from her where she said 909 like seven or eight times on Friday. What's more interesting, energetically, when I look deeper into it, her background of her actual birth was on the same day of the moon cycle within about 18 hours of the peaking of the new moon energy was her birth. More so in the sign of Gemini was her birth chart. My north node is in Gemini. Bells are going off in my head right now. What does this all mean? For me, looking into this, I am strongly being called right now to share with all of you this realization to help anybody that I can through my experience, through my wisdom, through my transformations, to uplift everybody I possibly can, to share truth 
and for whoever that it is recognized by to have conversations with, to expand consciousness, to form new community, to form new understandings of life, to enjoy life differently, to help others uplift themselves, to uplift myself, knowing that I'm making a change in this world, to understand that I am shifting my frequency into a world that is of higher vibration, of more love, of more wealth, of more truth, of more intuition, of more happiness and passion. This is unequivocal proof to me that it is working. And this came to me before the new moon, north node partial eclipse, in the sign of Aries, very powerful. The ram, ramming things forward. Fire sign. My sign's fire. This will relate to all of you. It doesn't matter what constellation you're born into. Now, I follow the sidereal astrology, where the constellations and planets are at the time of your birth in the visible sky. I do not follow Western astrology. Any of you that have any questions in regards to this, reach out to me. If you're seeing numbers, follow those numbers. Meditate on them. What were you thinking about the second that you see these number signs? Especially 909. All of you that are listening to this, when you see 909, I would employ you to get on Instagram, get on Twitter, get on TikTok, get on Tumble, get on Megal or whatever that video program is and speak an experience of truth doesn't need to be amazing or fantastic generally it'll be the one that you say fuck that nobody's gonna want to hear this this is stupid why would i talk about that oh i this is like it did nothing it didn't do anything to me that is your ego that is the trick of the ego mind listen to that and challenge it and speak about that exact thought the first one that you doubt, the first one that you said was stupid, talk about that and watch what happens to anybody that hears it. You may get some positive reactions, you may get some negative reactions, but really what is positive, what is negative? That's a perception of reality. The words mean nothing, only what we've attributed for them to mean. And keep in mind, those who do reach out and say, are you okay, are you nuts, are you crazy? You just planted a seed. They may be judging it, but that's their ego judging it. Don't let that deter you or suppress you or pull you down. Understand that that should be inspiration to you. You have the opportunity to choose. Do I allow this to be inspiration or do I allow this to shut down a passion, shut down a calling as a uplifting being of this conscious revolution, evolution that is currently taking place on planet Earth? There is a beacon going off for all persons that feel this to any extent to step forward and to start preaching their truth to whomever will listen. Don't direct it to people intentionally. Direct it out to the universe, to the unknown. Don't target your group. Allow those to find you based on what you're emitting and see how it changes their lives. Very interesting times right now. 
It's an invitation to evolve. That's what 909 means to me. What does evolution mean to me? To speak my truth, to be the teacher, to share what it is that I've learned, to give it all back for others to consider. As you build it all up in this life, you're eventually going to have to let it go in a physical form because you're not going to be physically here forever unless you've learned the philosopher's stone, the elixir of life. And if you follow those two beings that are probably still here to this day walking the earth, well then maybe you can potentially stay around physically forever. But your understanding of life of this dimension and this reality is going to change. Your desires are going to change. Your needs are going to change. So it's just important to pay attention to. Now in this same conversation during this reach out, I was also reminded about the birth year, which for me, I feel like this is something too important or to highlight in this uh, podcast. And your birth year, the day that you were born, I employ all of you right now to go to the internet, look up the day you were born and the time you were born and find the moon associated to your birth. I was born August 26th. I was born on the quarter moon within two hours of the peaking of the quarter moon, the first quarter moon. That is my birthday. That is my solar birthday, and that is my moon birthday. And you can attribute this to Venus birthday, Mercury birthday, Jupiter birthday, Saturn birthday, Planet X birthday, Galactic Sun birthday, which we're not going to experience unless we live 500,000 years or whatever the rotation of our solar system is around the central sun or the galactic, galactic sun, which would be eons almost. There are energies associated to all of those. Now, what is most important to keep in mind about this is the moon is the direct influencer of a lot of the energies on Earth and it allows for the four seasonal changes that we go through on this planet. It is essential for every being on this planet that was born in a physical body on this planet to make reference of what the moon was at the time of their birth. This will be instrumental in understanding your cycles, understanding energies, how to push things forward, your dreams, how to understand your visions, how to interact and fulfill your destiny, which is nothing more than following your heart's desire to follow your your higher self to the full extent of your energy and be abundantly happy and joyful and grateful for everything that you're doing, figuring out your true talent in life and trying it on that day. The interesting aspect to this is you have this day once a day on the microcosm and you have it once a month on the microcosm, sub-microcosm, I guess would be the day, microcosm would be the month and then the macro, which would be the year or depending on how you want to look at it, I might be using this term scientifically wrong, not a scientist, I haven't Googled this before I did it, I'm kind of just making this up off the top of my head and associating what I believe the word means But maybe five-year periods or seven-year periods or 10-year periods, whatever. What I want to highlight is on the 33rd year 
your 33rd solar year return is your moon return into roughly about the same period of time of your actual birth. Now, this is a transitionary moment. This is when you have the opportunity to start stepping into and recognizing your destiny that will set you forth for the next 10 years going to the supposed highlighted 43-year-old kundalini rising event. Very important. Now, does this start when you're 32? Maybe. Starts when you're 8 years old. Probably. But there's a turning of energies. There is a clear indication from the universe, from everything around you, from ideas that will spawn into your head spontaneously, that will call you to pay attention to your new ideas a new business opportunity, a new passion for life, a new teaching opportunity, a new healing opportunity, a new garden, a new, uh, a new place of uh, leading kids or teenagers or adults uh, or planting trees, whatever it is, 33, 32, 33, maybe 34, pay attention. The universe is showing you signs for this truth. This year is your year. If you're 33, it's your year to step into that power. This energy will be radiating for the next 10 years until you're 43. You have 10 years to decide whether or not you're going to allow that kundalini energy to arise within you and fulfill a destiny. And in saying this, You have to understand when you're living your truth and you're in a state of love and bliss and fulfillment and gratitude and you wake up every single day yearning to just get involved in life and help others and teach them and guide them and lead them based on following whatever is revealed to you around your 33 year, approximately, supposedly, 10 years later or within a certain period of time, By the age of 43, you should have some kind of conscious awakening and fulfillment in your life. Now, if you're over this group, I'm not saying that this is limited. If you're over the age of 43, I'm not saying that you're limited or restricted. I believe anything is possible and anything can be changed by what it is you believe in your mind. You could be 89 years old and you could honestly believe that it's time for you to fulfill your destiny. And if you moved all of your judgments, all of your preconceived ideas, all of the repetitive patterns, all of the habitual patterns, everything that you've built on top of, you dropped all of it and focused solely on your destiny or whatever that idea was or is, and you pushed it forward, you would still get some fulfillment out of that. I just want to highlight that the 33rd year is very important for a lot of people going forward right now. A lot of the older people will never hear this conversation. And a lot of them who do hear it will judge it and shut it down instantaneously and never look at it again. But it's a seed for the continuation of their journey for the next time in their life, for the next incarnation, which I believe many people will be going through. So... I just wanted to share that out there. I believe that there is an importance in this. This came up in the same conversation, so I feel like it's important to highlight this again. Any of you that are 32, 33, 34, or if you're in between 33 and 43, take time to tune into your body and meditate and find out what it is that was calling you 
in your early 30s? What is there for you? What what did you dismiss? What did you say, no, this is dumb. No, I don't have enough time. No, I got to work. Oh, I never have time. Oh, I got too many bills. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, this. Oh, that. Get rid of all of that. Push it all off your plate. And then look back to what that was that you really wanted to do. Trust me. Fucking do it. Even if it's a small step, if it's 20 minutes a day and that's all you can allot, if it's uh, a million-dollar project, put $50 towards it. Draw it out on paper. Whatever it is that you can do, push that forward and explore the potential limitless opportunities that are present to make that happen. You can make it happen. You hold the power for this. Nobody else does. Nobody else will give you permission to do it. Everybody else outside of you are in your general immediate group are generally not going to support the idea. They are going to support it to some extent because they might love you, they might be family, or they might just shoot it down and say that you're crazy. No matter what it is, stand strong in your square. Stand strong on your own two legs, like the ram, Aries, the new moon, partial eclipse that just passed, standing on your two hind legs and pushing forward without a doubt, full confidence for the collective good, for your good, for your enjoyment of life, for love, for vitality, for gratitude, for honor. Just do it. You have nothing to lose but push this forward. No matter what it is, if you want to talk about it, message me. I'm, my DMs are open on Instagram. Message me on Twitter. Message me through email. Info at twopeacocks.com. Go to my website and message me through the contact form. Twopeacocks.com. T-W-O-P-E-A-C-O-C-K-S. I don't charge anything for this. I want to help you guys and girls and beings and time travelers. And potentially, if you're out there listening to this, the philosopher's stone or the elixir protector of the codex, I welcome your energy, your knowledge, and your wisdom. I believe that there are two of you still alive. I'm just throwing that out there. It's going to sound crazy to people. Now, on another note... Somebody mentioned to me about having gluten, wheat, and corn allergies lately. This is going to be way off this topic, but it's still kind of in the same spectrum. And they're, they're recognizing that this is starting to happen more frequently lately with them. Now, I want to highlight something very important that's happening. With all of these solar energies and moon energies and sun energies and the advancement in technology and the onset of tens of thousands of nuclear reactor satellites that are up in the Van Allen belt in space currently, we are being bombarded with new unknown solar radiation from our sun, the central sun, and the great galactic sun that would normally be stopped by the Van Allen belt, at least for the last 10,000 years, right? Now with all of the advent of Starlink and the upgrades of the uh, corona solar flares that are taking place off the sun, all this new information, this data, DNA-changing frequencies are being emitted through the Van Allen belt 
because the satellites themselves distort the Van Allenveld frequency, the field, the electrostatic field that's emitted off the Earth that separates the inner world from the outer world, that is now being distorted, and different levels of evolution are coming through. You can take it how you want, but this is happening. You don't believe me? Research the Hong Kong flu of 1960. Point in case. You have other information that I'm not privy to, please share it with me, and I'll share it on this channel. Now, back to the gluten, corn, and wheat allergy that was brought to my attention by a friend of mine, I highlighted something that intuitively came to me right away. These foods, at least the modern form of these foods, are not for your highest good. They will, Yes, they'll let you live. Yes, if you can sit there and you can be an, an alchemist and change the way that you judge the food before you eat it, yes, it will be different in your body. I would love to see 99% of you do it. I'd love to see myself fucking do that. I've been trying to do it, yet I still put on fucking excess weight and fat and belly fat and love handle fat when I tried doing that on my travels. I am not in that position yet to have mastered that, but I do understand that there is an energy and a frequency that is coming in now from the sun in part because of the satellites opening up this field and in part because of the section of the galaxy that our solar system is going through for the first time in 500,000 years, there are changes happening to our body. And I feel like these allergies are deterrents for our highest good, for bringing you into alignment with being in the healthiest perspective possible to allow for these energies to do the work that they need to do. Your body is subject to the environmental stimulus that is around it. Your body adapts to the environmental properties that are being subjected to it, right? Now, as this happens, your body grows. It evolves. Your DNA is changing on a regular basis. So what is happening? I hypothesize that when you're eating these foods, gluten, corn, GMO products, chromosomes of 42, 50, 60, 80, wheat varieties with those chromosomes, corn, which is not even real corn anymore. It's completely removed from the American Tezanite species that it originated from. What is it doing to your system? Your body's reacting. You have allergies, mucus. What is mucus? Improper digestion. What is mucus? Forming around damaged cells, acid cells, toxins on the foods that you're eating, neurotoxins building up in the body, the wheezing of your lungs when you're going to sleep or you eat the foods and you find you have that little whistle at the bottom of your chest and you can feel that mucus building up. That's neurotoxins. That's inefficient food digestion. That is lower vibrational food being injected into your body. And now with all of these energies coming in from the sun itself and these allergies, quote unquote, are arising in your body, I employ you all to consider very strongly that these allergies are actually your body trying to tell you to not eat these foods for the time being or to source out better origins for that food. 
Mexico, for example, has really good natural tezanite corn. Are you going to find it in the local markets? No. Are you going to find it in the grocery stores? Definitely not. Farmers markets, you might find some farmers that have some of the old variety. If you eat that, I can promise you that you will have a different reaction to the foods that you're eating. Wheat, I am sorry to say, it is pretty much foregone its process. Unless you're in France and you have really good ink corn that's being grown. But even that, if you get into the old scriptures about ink corn and how it was mutated from a six chromosome to a seven chromosome base, so 14 chromosomes for its makeup is not natural. And if you follow the old scriptures of Elohim and Anunnaki and the great uh, blackout that happened 13,000 years ago when the polar axis shifted and the magnetic field was distorted and all of the brains were wiped of the individuals and they forgot who they were and they went back to being animals, they were helped by certain star being species and they were given this new grain. And this grain limited their lifespan to 140 years old. Inkhorn, the original parent species of wheat that you still can't even really buy anywhere that is immensely healthier than everything else that that is out there, yet it still will slow you down and not let you evolve to your highest level of being. What would I suggest instead of inkhorn and corn? I would suggest wild rice. Not the thin, small wild rice, but native wild rice that is found to be seven, eight, nine thousand years old or older in rural areas that have no population, aboriginal sites in restricted northern climates. Russia, Canada has some really good spots for wild, wild rice that isn't commercially cultivated. That would be my suggestion. If you want to eat the grains, eat a grain that has a better lower chromosome count Wild rice, I believe, is 12. Tezanite corn, I believe, is 10. Uh, but it's very difficult to find. And the inkhorn wheat is 14. And for an example, spelt and some other ancient grains of wheat are 36, 42, 66 chromosomes. That is not natural. That is not good for your body. And I believe these light codes that are coming in from the sun currently at this moment are trying to highlight this to all of you any of you that are experiencing allergies, any of you that are experiencing uh, grogginess, uh, tiredness, being weighed down, any type of suppressional energy, however you relate to it, your lack of being energized, the inability to get up and run and do things and think and process, you want to just sit and digest. If you're experiencing that, you're eating the wrong foods. Plain and simple. You can eat them because you can do whatever you want, right? I'm, I'm sharing this because I have had this experience myself personally, and I listen to what my body's saying, and for me, this is what it does. For you, maybe it does something different, but just pay attention to what it is. If you're having allergies when you're eating these foods, you're being guided to consider consuming something different. And if you want to keep on eating them, keep on searching out better varieties, wild varieties, native land-raced varieties, ones that grow in sequence with the moon cycle of the planet. 
one's a grown sequence with the seasonal cycles of the planet. Ones that are not irradiated or chemically mutated. Now, I'll leave it at that because I don't want to deter you and make it sound like there's a, a mountain of obstacles for this. It could be very simple. As you go down that rabbit hole, you will eventually find that maybe avoiding them altogether for a certain period of time would be just enough of an experience for you and then going back to them afterwards and seeing what happens. And then noticing the difference in your body and deciding on that aspect, how to go forward. So I think one of the things that, like I was just, I was traveling for the last six, seven, eight months. I've been in Mexico, the US, the UK, Austria, uh, Scotland, Portugal, Brazil, everywhere. One common theme that I want to add to this with the, the supposed allergy effect that people are experiencing with gluten, wheat, and corn is the reduction of meat eaters. Right? I'm vegan. I don't preach it to people. People want to eat meat. They're, by all means, eat the meat. But I'm recognizing, and with people that I am speaking with, on a substantial level, are coming out and saying, you know what, I, I love eating meat, but for whatever reason, I can't eat it more than once a week now. Once every three or four days. And if I eat it more than that, then I start to not feel great. And I can tell you, from all all honesty and truth, I've heard this in almost every country that I've been to in the last seven months, and I've seen it with my friends here in Winnipeg, I've seen it with my family, I've seen it with their friends, their families, I'm hearing stories about it, I hear it in the random grocery stores, when I'm standing by certain aisles and I'm looking at different foods and I'm listening to people talk, and they point out pork, Oh, you know, I, I, I don't want to eat that. No, I think, you know, I felt sick and I felt sick the last four times that I've eaten it. A mother and her daughter standing next to me when the daughter was pointing out the pork and the mother saying this to the daughter that she doesn't want to eat that kind anymore because there's something wrong with it and she's been eating it for so long. I find that very, very interesting and very inspiring and very uh, confiding in the fact that the changes that are happening on earth are moving individuals away from the lower vibrational foods, again, that are causing damage to their system that are not conductive for the energies that are coming forward, for the new world that is being birthed right now in this moment, right? And for any of you light workers that are out there or teachers or healers or speakers or doctors or whoever, 909 plays into this. Share your truth about this. It's best to not tell anybody to not do something, even though I may have just done this in part of this conversation, that isn't my intention. If you can share your stories with truth and passion from your perspective, there is no judgment that anybody can really put onto it, and they won't be defensive in that mechanism of receiving that information and considering it for themselves. They will consider it for themselves. And this is the goal of all of this, is to uplift people and work around the trickery of the egoic mind and bring truth to their perspective for them to choose to go through that door, experience that door, or go back out of that door after they experience it. It's a matter of getting them to actually walk through the door so that they do have that experience to grow from. Right? So the last thing I wanted to highlight, I'm kind of bouncing all over the place uh, with this, Part of the conversation that I had with my friend in regards to the 909 and potentially her calling to become a speaker and 
leader, uh, just to speak of her own truths, to speak of her realizations, thoughts, and influences. Uh, it was interesting because she was born in a specific sign to Western astrology, but in actual sidereal, visible sky, as constellational astrology, she was born in a different sign. Now, I have a hypothesis about this. I haven't shared this with anybody else, and I'm going to share it now, so I don't know if I'm ever going to get around to writing a book on this, to all the insights and meditations that I've done on it, but I hypothesize that individuals that are born for, like myself, August 26, people say I'm a Virgo. I disagree. Greatly fucking disagree. I am a Leo. In my actual sidereal, true, visible, constellational day of birth, moment of birth, I'm a Leo. Right Now, with that, where does that leave the Virgo of the collective consciousness? Where does that leave the minds of 6 billion, 6.5 billion people who believe that that birthday is a Virgo birth? What opportunities lie present in that? And speaking with my friend, uh, I started to have this realization and a reminder of the benefit that she went to a specific area uh, that has a portal for the sign of cancer and she had an amazing download, something proprietary to her business and to her entrepreneurial practice and to her destiny. And I am like, oh, definitely she's a cat. Maybe she's born in Leo and I didn't remember her birth. And she reminded me of her birthday and it's actually a Gemini for what I follow. And I take this as a confirmation to my hypothesis that we all have the opportunity, if you're born in double signs in Western astrology, the collective consciousness, the ego consciousness, the delusionary church propagated false constellational birth consciousness versus your sidereal true, true con- consciousness, your true spirit, your highest self, what you your essence is for this dimension in reality, for this game, for this incarnation. I'm not saying this is for in totality of when you go back to the oneness and the constellations don't matter. The To me, the constellations are the biological clock that are there for us to remember because we've downgraded over 500,000 years losing connection with our true essence and oneness and not understanding that that's actually all inside of us anyways. Right? And it's there for us to witness at the external because we're so wrapped up in the external environment. It's to remind us of what is happening inside of us anyways. So that energy is still inside. I still have Virgo energy inside of me. And I can tap into the collective consciousness of that Virgo energy inside my body and pull that energy out of me. And now what she did is she went to this site. She traveled over to a site that was for the cancer sign. Right? And there's a part of Mexico that has a portal for the Cancer constellation. It's noted by the ancient Indians for being correlated to the crab energy. right? And with that, she had an amazing, profound, prolific download about what she's doing and going forward. And to me, when I just looked that up and I was sitting at the table and the light bulb went off, I'm like, my hypothesis has been confirmed yet again. We all have the opportunity who are born in double months, born in Western Astrology Month versus the Sidereal Astrology Month, which is applicable to quite often many people, you have the opportunity to pull the energies from both. 
you can focus on the downturns or the negative aspects or the perceived obstacles of those certain constellations, or you can focus on the uplifting positive energies and use it for the betterment of humanity, use it for the betterment of your journey, of your own evolution, of your transformation, of your love for life, right? And I just, I needed to share that. I believe it's essentially massively important for this. There's no such thing as coincidences. Synchronicities is karma. Karma is nothing more than action or the lack thereof action, which leads to experiences which ultimately will lead to synchronicities, which can be viewed as coincidences. Really, it's your choice in the end. If you choose, which is karma, if you choose action, you are going to be subject to synchronicities. So for any of the critics out there that are saying synchronicity or, oh, it's a coincidence, it is not. It is your karma. Your karma is your call to action on the choices that you make and nothing more than the result of choosing that action, which most people will attribute to synchronicities, which is nothing more than karma, which turns into a coincidence when you're unconscious or you're refusing to believe the power that you all hold inside of yourself to create the life and experiences that you want. Change your course of thought and interpretation and you will change your life. You have nothing to lose except maybe a few moments of your time to make that decision and watch what happens to your experience. I've done this on numerous accounts. I've ran to the fucking hills on numerous accounts. I've avoided engagements and conversations and experiences out of fear. And it takes me a lot to say that because I am fucking fearless. Yet there's an aspect of my ego that is deterring me and tricking me in the moment where I feel like I'm doing the right thing and I've, through introspection, discovered that I did not. I did not do the wrong thing. I just chose through karma, through action, to avoid the synchronicity of going back to a similar pattern. It's not a synchronicity. It was a choice of karma. So I leave you all with this to consider. If you have any questions in regards to numbers, the synchronicities, the, the, the language of the universe, please share it with me. Ask me. 909 is a call for all of you. If you have any questions about the birth year, I can go way more in depth on it. A lot of it is a very private information that I've been researching, that I've been planning on writing in a chapter of one of my books to put forward in the future. If you have any questions about gluten, wheat, or corn, or other foods, or sensitivities, or notices, or if you have any experience in seeing people naturally move away from eating lower vibrational foods and if you see people who are naturally starting to eat lower vibrational foods and you have stories that you want to talk about if you want to get on the podcast and share it message me 
info at twopeacocks.com, www.twopeacocks.com, T-W-O-P-E-A-C-O-C-K-S.com. Follow me on Instagram. Message me on Instagram, William underscore McGurr. Reach out. I want to hear from anybody that has the courage and the passion and the determination to change their life and share their stories with the hopes to inspire and change even one person's consciousness that is out there, to plant a seed to anybody that might be listening. The earth needs this community right now. As individuals change internally, it's reflected externally. And if we look at the condition of the earth, my friends, my fellow warriors of light, fellow warriors of shadow work, star beings, immortals, whoever is listening to this, the earth is in dire need of our support and our efforts at this time. So feel free to reach out to me. I'll leave it at that right about 45 minutes. Thank you. I love you all. Take care. Godspeed.